0: You're listening to Season 11, Episode 169, recorded on May 18th, 2021, live from Direct Support House Concerts in Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacey. Our musical guest is Robin Mordecai. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month your support helps us continue to showcase local artists sign up at cimp.live that's cimp.live thank you for supporting local live music and remember to give the podcast a five-star rating every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans and now brought to you by music firsthand and their live music booking app here's comedians interviewing musicians
1: Hello and welcome Oh thanks <laughs> I get fanfare arms Hello and welcome to episode 169 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians I almost said it again It's not magicians Ha! It wasn't me this time Normally I'm the one that forgets to mute myself uh, And then I end up having to hear this terrible lag of my own voice And what's everyone else's nightmare? That Chris, you too Are you kidding me? Oh <laughs> He said he has to have it on. So now we're just gonna suffer through this. Uh my name is Becky Jonial. Unfortunately, Kim Stacy is not here. Uh this is our first live show in a year and a half. Holy shit. <laughs> Woo! There's the fanfare I was looking for. Uh we are joined by the lovely and talented Robin Mordecai. So another round of applause, please God. Uh Uh, yeah without our patrons and sponsors we could not do this but also thank god for modern science for getting us back in a room together really appreciate that see you fauci call me um anywho we are uh here at debbie stanley's incredible house there's um also there were dogs here earlier i hope they did they get put away they get they yeah no oh god not permanently jesus we lost no uh no there were some two adorable dogs here roscoe and halo so we have to acknowledge that we are in their space so thank you roscoe and halo for letting us have the space Uh, but we're also here from direct support house studios (sighs) they're not going to cheer for themselves because they're modest like that but uh they're incredible and thank you Uh, again for having us i
2: totally clapped for myself earlier
1: (laughs) (laughs) robin was like i said not today modesty um Obviously right here with Robin. You were here episode 104, and we were at what was that venue called, Chris?
2: Space two oh twenty fifty-five.
1: Space twenty fifty-five. Oh, yes. There was also another leather. cute dog there. Lots of leather, lots of coffee. Um it was a cool spot. Uh I we smelled recently great. it was yeah, it was it smelled like um it
2: smelled like coffee and leather.
1: Yeah, but also like how every 80s dad wishes their den smelled like. Yeah. Fresh leather goods. A nice espresso I know nothing about coffee. I was trying to go on that tangent and I don't know. I can't drink
2: coffee.
1: You can't? No. It puts me to sleep. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> Someone called a doctor, I think, maybe. Uh no. Episode one oh four to one hundred sixty nine. And you were technically like two and a half, three months before the shutdown. So yeah. you're one of our latest pre-quarantine episodes so thanks again for coming back we really appreciate it thanks for having me
2: i'm just glad to come back
1: (laughs) we went outside for a second and then it the rain opened up so we're back indoors we were going to
2: be originally outside but
1: austin said we know you've been cooped up fuck off (laughs) (laughs) go back inside uh that's pretty much what just happened uh if you're joining us on facebook please comment with any uh questions you've got below we've got the little Oh, hi, McIntyre. Andy, we love you. Um, I'm
2: going to play a song that we co-wrote together today.
1: Oh, spoiler alert. It's happening. Uh, yeah, this is honestly, it feels kind of crazy. I feel like um, quarantine has obviously been isolating for anything. But what have you been getting into uh, during quarantine? Have you finding any new hobbies?
2: Yes. I, I got really into Formula One.
1: So <laughs> my roommate
2: yeah my roommate so while while like right as quarantine began my old roommate moved out and moved into a place with his girlfriend and uh, my new roommate mike moved in and uh he's a big formula one fan and and the season was just about to start and every sunday is the race so he sat down the first sunday and started watching the race and i sat down with him and just started asking him a bunch of questions and (laughs) here we are at the 2021 season and go team McLaren
1: virtually I understood nothing of what you just said but I I and I love that wait so the like the cars c- go vroom, cars. Vroom around cars, the track, right yeah. <laughs> it, have you ever been interested in anything other than like anything like that in your life no like-
2: I've always thought cars are cool you can ask my mom she really loved my second car that I had <laughs>
1: She just rolled her eyes so hard. For the podcast listeners, her eyes rolled back into her head. We might need medical assistance. I would love an explanation of this, please. I, I
2: got a, uh, my first car was a Toyota Matrix, which is basically just a Corolla with a hatchback on it. And <laughs> a Corolla so, with a shell. Uh, go me. You know, <laughs> beacon of popularity in high school. Um, you could fit was- a whole
1: extra kid back there. A hatchback? Wait, I'm thinking of like an S. Oh, no. You could fit a whole less kid back there. Yeah.
2: I mean, it was the same size as a Corolla. Just I had a hatchback, so it was. you know I could put drugs <laughs> more in it. Groceries,
1: yeah, yeah, more drugs. I could put a drum set
2: in it. Oh, uh, drum set! I a, heard uh, drugs.
1: <laughs> I could put more drugs in there. Well, I mean, it did, a, it did have it
2: did have like a hidden compartment underneath. See, drugs. There you go. <laughs> um, stay in cool, stay in school, kids. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Please
2: God. <laughs> but uh yeah, the, my second car was a Volkswagen Jetta, but it was a uh 6-cylinder engine, so it was faster than the regular Jetta. And what she loved the most about my car was the fact that it had a custom muffler on it, so it was super silent when I came to the uh came ah. to the house. Um no, it would like rattle the windows and yeah, she real uh, Yeah, it was real sneaky. Uh, she loved it and uh um so I could never sneak into the house, you know, I could always sneak out of the house because it was a standard. So I could just put it in neutral, you just and shove just, your
1: car out of the driveway, just
2: roll the car out of the driveway, but I could never get home. Like she'd hear me about a mile away. So yeah, I could how, never sneak home.
1: So I'm sorry. If you could be heard a mile away, did you push your car a mile to sneak out of the house?
2: No, I didn't sneak out with that car. I realized real quickly that's not happening.
1: We're just going to go full Stranger Things but and get on a bike.
2: She will She will admit that they never knew that I snuck out in high school because I got that car in college.
1: So. Okay. Well, that's fair. Well, did you sneak out in high school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> His mother is just shaking her head so hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's something that everybody does, but it is a miracle that anyone lives past like 14. It is truly a miracle. Did you get into some sh- Your mom's here We probably shouldn't That's for the Patreon exclusive We're gonna talk about The shady shit We did in middle school <laughs> No I we were not didn't do anything In middle
2: school All my shady stuff Was in high school
1: Right and he's like By shady stuff I sold bootleg and Nintendo games I know I wanted to make it Sound innocent I, But I it really still didn't. sounded bad
2: I really didn't do anything that that shady. I went to punk shows that I wasn't supposed to go to.
1: Yes! Okay, yep, me too. You sneak into like a really bad venue and you think it's going to be the best show of your life. It's 14 kids who chose not to wear deodorant that day in a damp basement. Yes! And it's the worst music ever, but you are living your best life. Yes. I went, okay, no shade. And I I know he doesn't listen to this because there's no way that he is still friends with me at all. (laughs) This kid that I went to middle and like, teeter like very beginnings of high school uh he had a band called a new beginning oh god i hope i hope this i hope this episode pops off and this is why i get blocked by four dudes i went to high school with but i did not go to high school with them but my friend was dating one of them and i had to crush on the other three so there's this band a new beginning and they had i shit you not a song called i love unicorns and i thought that song bopped i <laughs> thought it was i'm like they are visionaries they are lyrical geniuses I live for this and I was like I bought a t-shirt I am a fan so I've had a bad taste of music my entire life is basically all that we're down to but do you wait um high school bands we talked about this the last time you were on the 16 year old song but what is the worst high school band experience you've ever experienced punk show wise or your own
2: okay so <laughs> so many I'll we're split, filing well for the Rolodex. I'll, s- I'll split that i'll split that into two separate stories because there's one that i i witnessed and then there's one that like happened to me
1: <laughs> oh no and so one where i was a witness the other one i was a victim um, both are hipaa like, violations uh, to talk about
2: more osha violations <laughs> uh, um no 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 hippocratic oaths were yeah, broken hr is gonna be pissed um so for me, I think the worst show that I had was, um, I was playing at Hovita's before that closed down due ah. to drug smuggling ring that was in there. Dude. Um, but we were playing and it was the second time we'd played there. And, uh, it was with my band. We called ourselves Maiden Austin. Like, yes. cause we were all made in Austin, but we called it maiden like iron maiden. Cause oh, no. we were, we were clever at 17 years old. Um, so we're playing and like, uh, or I think two songs in and my tom mount with the cymbal stand and everything just like it just crashed downwards and then fell over and so it knocked my hi-hat over which knocked my microphone over and I'm just like I'm like in the middle of singing the song and like there goes my hi-hat and everything else and we just like I kept like air doing like trying to play along (laughs) With no hi hat, and it was just like people are just looking at us. The guitar player's looking at me like we can stop. Like you could pick it up, and I'm just like so, like embarrassed. The show show must go on. So I think that was the most embarrassing, on stage thing that I had happen at at that point in time. And then the most embarrassing thing I witnessed, also the most punk rock thing that I witnessed, was um, I was down. I want to say it was at Dirty Dog. I was set, oh, no! I was 16 or 17. Shouldn't have been in there. Um, and this band gets on, and they look great, sound terrible. Look great, look like punk rocks and rockers. And so they're playing, and this guy, the lead singer, like starts singing the song, stops. The band keeps playing. The guitar player is looking at him like something's wrong, and he just stops, throws up on the stage. And then like stares at it for a second. Stares at it for a second. I realize I got away from the microphone. Uh, and then just continues doing this, do, singing the song. Next song comes around, throws up again on the stage, keeps going with songs, like just just rocking through everything. And then I think he eventually like slipped on it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Fell and keeps going. He just kept singing, and I was like, punk rock, like let's do. T- <laughs> And yeah, I was like, you were
1: like That dude is the Iggy Pop Of my middle school yeah. But he was not No
2: No he at, was At 16, 17 you're, I'm thinking like Yeah show must go on Now that I'm like 31 I'm going if I, if I even felt like that, I'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. I have to cancel this show. And I would leave the stage.
1: What? No. You had to push through. You got to push through, man. Oh, no. At, at the Follies, if we've got a barf, it's happened before. People, not like out of drunkenness, but out of like, I don't know, I'm wearing 10 wigs and four different pairs of tights and it's 106 degrees outside and I'm just going to barf. <laughs> but it's... Ooh, I've... I did like a window bit and had to like barf off the thing and this dude was like, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And I was like, "Are you okay? Get away from me. I'm at work." And I think that dude thought I was like possessed, but it could have been right. You you are you are a better performer than I am then. Possessed by the stage and <laughs> whatever Phantom of the Opera smoke bomb after that. Any whozzle. <laughs> speaking of smoke bombs uh we're gonna hear a song from rob mordecai uh if you're having a good time please oh we didn't talk about this what's your favorite emoji oh
2: uh okay i love the fact that that there's a middle finger emoji
1: oh 100
2: yeah i I have to say i know it's probably cliche and uh, there's probably a lot of people who would say that's my favorite emoji i just love that that's that's there
1: i uh truly believe that i'm the person of the human personification of the middle finger emoji but if you are having a good time tonight we use the fist bump emoji here at, at music for and so if you are uh Feeling generous and want to support the artist here tonight? Please tip at Robin Mordecai on PayPal and on Venmo with a fist bump and a middle finger, so they know that you listen to this show. Because most people will not listen to this tonight; they will listen to it later on Spotify or Stitcher or wherever else you get your podcast. Uh, so you be sure I to can do get residuals from this. Yes, girl, that's what we're trying to get you. We're trying to get you those residual, you know, the seven cent checks from your commercial you did when you were fifteen. You're like, it's coming back. It's not coming back. But we're gonna. Do, if you're gonna tip him, use the the fist bump and the middle finger emoji so they know you listened to this episode. This is Robin Mordecai. Thank you very much.
2: Um, so I played this one uh, last time on the on the episode too, but I figured it was a good one to start with um, because it is one that I know very well and I'm probably not going to mess it up. Never. Never. So... Uh, this is a song I have a friend who is a very dear friend of mine and she went to the New York Film Academy and while she was there one of her things that she did was she had to write and uh, produce and direct a sitcom like pilot episode thing and so she called me out of the blue and was like I need a theme song and so I wrote this song for her
3: She wakes up on Monday morning, stumbles out of bed The alarm clock rings and she's in love once again Tuesday comes with a new face, he's got a better smile Wednesday's exotic, I think he's gonna steal her for a little while Thursday drives a cool car, maybe he will go real far Friday comes along to sweep her off her feet. She's got it all, the looks, the brains, the walk, the talk, but I don't see why she's always falling for the very first guy she meets. Waste her time playing games that she will never beat. Now that she goes again, love on repeat. by her so fast and faces always change She's always falling in love but love it never stays the same with each kiss brings a new hope of everlasting bliss but in the morning she is wondering just what she missed to see and why she has to be a complicated mess of faces, like she's drowning in a sea She's got it all The looks, the brains, the walk, the talk But I don't see Why she's always falling for The very first guy she meets Waste her time playing games That she will never beat Now there she goes again Love on repeat walk the talk, but I don't see why she's falling for these guys.
1: This there Chris
2: needs like, to be, there needs, excuse me, there needs to be a camera that was facing that way. It's a
1: full-on dance party over there. Because
2: yeah. I full had to keep on. my eyes closed, or I would have started cracking up. So that's why I kept my eyes closed that whole song, because yeah. they're over there dancing and doing silly things, and I was like, gonna just. Your mom was like it. full like. I know, yes. it's
1: like full 60s, like. Yeah, no. It's been a year and a half. What do you
0: expect?
1: It's been, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a hundred percent. First live music in yeah, okay.
1: Yes, silent disco all day. I honestly, okay, truthfully, <laughs> uh, oh my god, my friends, was mom a is I silent disco
2: if you can hear me. You can't hear us. Uh, yeah, but the silent disco means that you have like it's usually like headphones on, so you can't hear what they're listening to.
1: We haven't been to a silent disco in a year and a half, Robin Mordecai. Don't you dare over explained any if you're just joining us we're here live with Robin Mordecai if you're having a good time please Venmo and PayPal at Robin Mordecai uh, that is M-O-R-D-E-C-A-I oh Kenny Williams hi Kenny
2: Kenny Kenny is hands down one of my favorite vocalists in Austin if you ever get a chance to see him do it
1: so if you've ever uh vocalized with with robin you're not his favorite um so you just need I to fight kenny about favorites. that mm-hmm. <laughs> kenny thanks for joining us oh earl's here too is that what you said oh hi earl we appreciate all y'all joining us uh thank you again and be sure to send some love with a fist bump and a middle finger emoji so Robin knows uh, where this tip came from. Um any who's a Robin, this is the section of our show. Where we like to do the stand mail segment. Obviously Kim is not here. Um viral meningitis or whatever. The the I wanted to say the bubonic plague, but I think Kim's had a hard week. Venmo, yes, Kim Stacy with a middle finger emoji. Just to please We love
2: you, Kim and we, we miss love you, you, Kim.
1: Uh she got she had a car trouble last week and uh she's been in and out with some health stuff this week, so Help her out. We we love her. Send her a good message. I don't know. Buy her a cameo. Who knows? Just be nice to Kim. Uh, she's obviously not Does here. Should do cameo. I wish she would. Honestly, I think Kim and Lorraine should get together on cameo and start doing cameos. If you would like uh, a cameo from Lorraine, uh, and you're a patron or you're not a patron, comment on this video and let us know if you would like Lorraine to be on cameo. Because I'm down for that. I would
2: like Lorraine to do a cameo. Right?
1: Come on. Uh, I
2: would like to just send a cameo to some random person in my phone book from lorraine <laughs> like. right
1: she's the best and, and truthfully uh we actually have a message from her tonight uh she has she's gonna send her stand mail questions to us obviously she couldn't get it to the rain she's a power walker not a power driver she cannot walk uh to pflugerville in the rain but she would have uh but her waterproof uh i almost said goulashes what are what are the galoshes, galoshes. close not a meat pasta mix it's more like a meat and lycra mix um and she's she did not wear her galoshes so uh there are the dry cleaners so she sent a video chris i don't know if you can cue it up i have not seen it yet i'm actually very excited about this ready when you are all right let's get this here's
2: the new thing
1: <laughs> and that's in the news or whatever that So uh, this is Lorraine, and uh, we don't really know what she's saying. But I do have a list of questions that she did send me, and I can read them uh, now. Uh, Oh, and I'm going to mute myself because I'm not a dumbass again. There we go. Uh, And here's what uh, she said. Okay, Uh, did you learn to play the cello? And what is something that you wish you could unlearn?
2: What is something I wish I could unlearn? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I wish I could unlearn my love for Star Wars so that I could relearn to love it all over again.
1: Oh, that's so cute. His mother fully collapsed. She is not Aren't ready. are you collapsing over there? That
2: is, it's your fault. You showed it to me.
1: It's a per- She's no comment. She's like, it's not my fault. Don't blame this on me. You did this. Oh, oh, my gosh, you guys. You know what's crazy? Lorraine is calling me right now. Hold on. Let's see if this works. Oh, oh, Miss Lorraine?
4: Uh, oh, my gosh. You are completely ruining
1: my joke, Becky Joel. I know. I'm so sorry, Kim. The, the, I'm so sorry, Miss Lorraine. Like the, the audio wasn't coming through. I was just trying to supplement for you.
4: Oh, my gosh. I see that, but I, I had examples so he would understand what I was trying to see. Oh, please
1: please please ask us a better question please format it better
4: okay so uh my uh, let's go to the second question because i'm not sure i got the lag on my video here so i'm gonna ask uh i love magic and mordecai uh which i like to call him uh he loves magic and i wanted to know what makes him a hufflepuff because I'm also a Hufflepuff But what makes me a Hufflepuff Is I'm loyal Kind and I'm shaped like a badger So I want to know What makes Robin A Hufflepuff.
1: Uh Great question Lorraine well, Great the, f- question. The, f- the first
2: two lo- loyal and kind mm-hmm. uh, You can ask any of my friends that um, The second I-, I May not be shaped like a badger But if you <laughs> If you <laughs>
1: I said that, but
4: <laughs> you are shaped like a jackknife. <laughs>
2: but uh, uh, I guess um, I, guess I probably have the, the if you wrong my friends in any way, I'll have the temperament of a badger. Yeah, which is probably again to bring up the the F one thing, <laughs> because the uh, one of the drivers on the McLaren team is called the Honey Badger, because he's from Australia, and uh, so it's probably another reason why I like that team.
1: That's also what I call Lorraine. Oh, Robin,
4: you drive me crazy. <laughs> Get it. There's a cars cars. Uh, okay, wait, and then my last question was,, uh, uh, what was it? I can't remember these days. Um, I think my last question. Oh, um, it was about love and repeat, which you had just saying to us. Thank you so much. Uh, So love and repeat about a girl who repeats falling in love and all that stuff. Is there something that you always seem to repeat but don't really mean to? Because, like, for me, um, I always uh, repeat ended up at the wrong address because Becky Jo gave me the wrong address for... Uh, the live show tonight. Yeah. So I don't know where I am. Um but I just, you know, keep repeating, getting lost in being in people's houses and I'm not invited. Oh. Uh, so I just wanna know uh what you repeat on accident.
1: Yeah, and Lorraine's like a vampire. She needs to be invited into the home. No. It's, it's r- true.
4: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh. I, I, I smell like garlic all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh perfect.
2: Um I would say something that I repeat all the time that I don't mean to repeat is uh, um, uh, I get made fun of this on on my podcast, but it's uh, um, oh damn it! Now I'm forgetting it. I, I, like, it's now when I need oh. to actually remember it. I, you leave my Nerf guns alone. Oh, shots fired. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, um,
2: I. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna hound me about this tonight because I'm doing the podcast right after this. You um, want you want to know what you can again. Shh.
0: You can, I literally
1: I say fair fair um, all the time all the time. That's mine. I say fair um, fair. Don't uh, know. Why.
0: Basically, it,
2: it's 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 along the lines of like so I'm gonna say like I'll say that phrase like I'll say that all the time on the podcast like so I'm gonna say like for whatever reason I'm I announcing that, over that I'm
1: going to speak, speak. yeah <laughs> I'm here um wait you're an only child
2: technically
1: technically
4: like oh no that sounds like that's a dark story <laughs> it's not it's
2: it's not a dark story it's just uh um I'm the only I'm the only one from my mother
4: Oh, see, I feel that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. You and, know, and, and, I always and. say that I'm my only child because I'm the only one that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Equally a dark
1: story, Lorraine, I'm sure.
4: <laughs> I mean, not so much dark is in the truth, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't you know?
4: Don't you know? Don't you? Oh
1: my gosh. Oh my Don't God! No, Lorraine, do you have anything else to say to Mr. Robin Mordecai before we let you go back to uh, walking in the rain because I gave you the wrong address? I'm sorry, sweetie. I got fat fingers. I text the wrong things a lot.
4: That's okay. I tried calling Kim, but she blocked me from her phone, and you know I've got that restraining order. Who knows what I'm going to do with that? Right now, I just have it framed. But, yeah.
1: Uh, you yeah, really got to stop I, calling her. It. It's it's a problem. Just call yeah, me Yeah, well, time.
4: no one's at this hell, so I'm just going to make some mac and cheese and finish watching the show. But right. I just wanted to say, Robin, I no, wish I, I was, was there, and, and I can't wait to squeeze you and hug you and love you in real life.
2: I can't wait either. Soon.
4: Oh, my gosh. Also, I will totally do a cameo for anybody who wants one. Hell yes,
1: sister. I love you. Thank you. We got to set that up because we know people are going to be chopping at the bit for that.
4: Oh my gosh, yeah, shopping at their bits. They should probably see a doctor and not get a cameo.
1: Yeah, no, they need need one of those, like, dog cones. Yeah, ooh, that's not
4: good to wear in the rain.
1: No, no.
4: Until Versace says otherwise,
1: we'll be fine. Well, thank you, Lorraine, for joining us. We love you so much. We miss you. Oh
4: my gosh, I love you guys. Super fan. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you soon, Robin. I know your address. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Oh. Uh, And that was Miss Lorraine absolutely killing it. Oh, I love her picture up did you can you see her little her little yeah. sweet face oh bless um and thanks for everyone who's still hearing uh here I just wrote can't hear anything we know Heather we fixed it <laughs> we tried uh thank my um, I, honestly I was in my brain I'm like I hope Lorraine calls and fixes this thing because there's no way I can keep up with her I was actually bless really her.
2: impressed I was really impressed with the little like captions things when you mute it it's got a it's like writing out the captions and everything that Kim was saying or I'm sorry Lorraine was saying was like coming up there and it was like coming like exactly what she was saying on there, I was like, wow.
1: It's all that yeah, it said like, oh. Northeastern diction, you know? Uh, actually, uh, we are going to hear a couple of more songs from Robbins. We're going to hear two in a row. If you had a good time uh, with that, you know, uh, Venmo Kim Stacy because Lorraine, I know, works with her it's like a non-profit. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, even with the
2: restraining order. Still even
1: with either. the restraining They're working that out. That's how she's getting out of the restraining order. You have to pay Lorraine enough money so that Kim will actually talk to her again. Um, then, if you would like to also donate some money to Robin Mordecai at Venmo and on PayPal with a fist bump and a middle finger emoji so they know you listened to this podcast. Here's a couple more songs from Robin Mordecai. I'm going to slink out of here like I was never here.
2: But you were. We all know you were. This um,
1: is my beer.
2: Um, <coughs> I saw someone comment uh, asking about this mug. Uh, yes, this is a Whataburger Tumblr mug. Uh, uh, speaking of McIntyre, I'm going to play a song called Heartbreak that him and I wrote together. Um, and uh, I'm going to do kind of the acoustic version. Um, or not kind of. I am going to do the acoustic version uh, because uh, the full band version should be saved for a full band um novel concept but uh so uh this is a release is a single we released this back in or i released this back in 2019 with the the wonderful help of uh mcintyre um and uh i had like I, that was a moment where i had something in my brain and my brain just goes just play the song and just threw it out so uh, i'm gonna play the song now Um, And this is a song called Heartbreak
3: (laughs) Lately I've been Sleeping a little too Much I'm in need of something Lately I've been in need of someone's warm touch find a girl I fall in love just to find her gone that night
2: like that whistle came from behind me
1: down the stairs. it's our time <laughs> yay um
2: so I'm gonna do another I'm gonna do another one uh and this is a new song that is going to be on my next EP which I'm currently working on um uh, this is a song that I wrote with um a gentleman who has been on this podcast before uh by the name of Jeff Plankenhorn And um, shout out to Jeff. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being and a brilliant songwriter. And uh, I very much look up to that guy. Um, And uh, so I'm also going to bring up someone to come play this song with me. Because this song has some great harmonies. She's going to run in front of the camera now. (laughs) Um, So uh, this, this, for those that don't know, this is my mother. Um, And uh, So this is a song called Caroline And I always uh, tell this story At the risk of getting my friend Fired from her job Uh, (laughs) But uh, it's worth it Because the story is absolutely hilarious Um, So there's a line in this song Towards the end um, That says uh, she broke the fountain In the hotel lobby And uh, that is a true story She really did break the fountain in the hotel lobby Uh, We were standing there watching Or I was we went out one night uh, after a gig that I played in Houston, um, and so we're walking back to the hotel with all of us, and, and we get into the hotel, and we're all slightly drunk. and
1: slightly. No. I
2: was slightly, because no. I could still walk. 45% uh, drunk. Yes. Um, less than half. Uh, but we walked in, and we were staying at, uh, I believe it was a Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. and uh, they had this beautiful fountain in the front that had streams of water coming from the ceiling down into the fountain area and I was like I wonder how they did that is that just like you know are they just really well piped water like it just shoots straight down or is there like a guide in it is like, like a little plastic guide that's to guiding the water down and uh, I'm standing there watching it and she comes over and she goes oh no whack and she just puts her hand through all ten of these beams of water and these nylon straps come falling from the ceiling and we all look at her and we're like bolt for the elevators then we ran to the elevators and such a story I told Jeff and it sparked this song and this is a song called Caroline
3: Saw them on the hand of Delilah. She was way too gentle to be drinking that hard. Fending off sailors, suits, and hipsters with a wave of any finger she choose. Perfectly contented with barroom whispers saying one more round, fix my blues. In Carolina wonder if you only could find a place. Tear it apart The Caroline always leaves her hair down Never been one to put on a show She finds the time moves a little bit slower The more I push the pedal down to the floor The Caroline, I wonder if you only Could find a place in your worn down heart Take it down, then you tear it apart. I ponder no romantic intentions. To be a friend is sometimes more. A soul found with common dimensions to never worry about settling the score. I found her age was an arbitrary number. Oh, she was wiser than demeanor could tell. She broke the fountain in the hotel. Lobby said everything's been done, you just gotta do it well.
1: King back over in the corner. Hi. Yeah, you wanna come play this game with us?
4: Oh god yes. Please,
1: please, please introduce yourself to the podcast. Tell everybody your name. Hi whoever. I'm Laura Mordecai. That's damn right. And that's Miss Mordecai, (laughs) too.
2: That is Queen.
1: Queen Mordecai, if you're nasty. Um, We are going to play a game I like to call Back, Back, Back Again, the worst sequels of all time. Uh, These are uh, movies made between the year 1995 and 2017 that have been given the Razzie Award for the worst sequel or remake of the year uh the Razzies are the anti-Oscars they give the worst actress the worst actor the worst movie uh, uh awards are they awards who knows honestly if I ever got a Razzie I would that would be my EGOT I could die happy (laughs) As long as someone's watching my shit. No, that's all that matters. Um, And I'm going to give you the top three or four actors in the film. And then I'm going to give you either a synopsis, a quote, or a fact about the film. And then I'm going to have you guess in the year as well. Um, The first one. As I almost smack myself in the face with this. Okay. Uh, Gary Oldman, Demi Moore, and Robert Duvall starred in this 1995 movie. Um, it has seven Razzie nominations and has garnered no Razzie I'm sorry seven Razzie awards not nominations seven Razzies and has garnered a legacy for being one of the worst films ever made and it is a um, technical remake it is not a sequel it's a remake of an original Dracula is it it is not Dracula
2: because okay, that was a terrible. Movie.
1: It's equally as um, gross—not gross, but it, <sighs> oh
2: man, Robert Duvall. The the
1: red red is a part of it. Like blood red is a part of it. Part of the title? Yeah, red, red is it? Not red isn't the title? I but have no idea. I didn't
2: even. Oh man, I got no idea. I
1: had never seen this movie, and the um, actual uh, <laughs> movie art for this film is Gary Oldman in this. Horrible long wig, and he's behind Demi Moore, like, ah, and she's all like, ah, and you can't, you can't tell what's happening at all, but it doesn't look good. It looks kind of vampire now have that I think. No about idea. It. Um, if I told you, okay, this is my last hit. If I told you that you read this book in high school,
2: um, was it like?
3: Uh, the Scarlet Letter?
1: Ding, ding, ding! She wins! Wow! They
4: read to The Scarlet Letter. They read to The Scarlet
1: Letter in 1995 with Demi Moore, Robert Duvall, and Gary Oldman.
4: Obviously, I was busy raising a child in 1995, wow. so I missed that movie. She said,
1: Sorry, I was busy doing something for the planet. What were you doing, Demi Moore? Except making one of arguably the worst movies of all time. <laughs> uh no they yeah they got seven razzies they got like worst actor worst actress worst screenplay what they they won like a lot wow here it was a very bad movie
2: i never read the scarlet letter
1: um yeah they didn't make
2: me read it in school
1: honestly you could just listen to mitch mcconnell talk for 20 minutes and it's basically the same fucking thing and that's the T. Anywho's, um, the, my my opinions are not uh, uh, backed up by comedians, interviewing musicians or music firsthand. I'm my own loose cannon. Anywho, um, the next one is 1996. Sandra Bullock, Jason. I think it's Patrice. It's P A T R I C. Yeah, Patrice. Jason Patrice and Willem Dafoe. Uh, a couple go on vacation and their cruise ship is hijacked it's by a too. villain. You knew already. He knew. As soon as you said Sandra
2: Bullock and a cruise ship, I was like, "Yeah, okay."
1: Okay, so I think it's one of those things where this is, and this is my fact. If you weren't going to get there, um, this movie "Speed to Cruise Control" has been parodied so many times in popular culture. Um, the Simpsons have done it. Family Guy's done it. But the Simpsons reference is so funny, and I've never watched a full episode of The Simpsons. And when I read this, I witch cackled. Um, in an episode of the simpsons called bye bye nerdy uh there's a scene that features uh them on a racing school bus and millhouse says it's just like speed two only on a bus instead of a boat (laughs) and if you haven't seen speed one with keanu come through it's on a bus well it's it's
2: like speed the first one was like actually a good it was like a decent good movie so then you watch i I think i got about like 10 minutes into speed too and i was like i'm good i'm
1: sorry how exactly fast does a cruise ship go (laughs) it's like yeah someone's literally jesus is walking on water like peasant like it's just so so much faster than him also i just love the idea that Oh, I, don't, I know nothing about The Simpsons and I know everything about Millhouse from that sentence okay anywho uh, the next one Vince Vaughn, Julianne Moore Viggo Mortensen and William H. Macy um, although this version is in color and is set in 1998 it is closer to a shot for shot remake and um, newsflash Tarantino prefers this version to the original because he says it's more real and it's a horror classic
2: um, is it an Alfred Hitchcock horror classic? Uh-huh. Is it Psycho?
1: Yep, <laughs> he got it. Uh, I think Hoops. it's really funny because hmm. how the hell are they not gonna ask Jamie Lee Curtis to be in this movie?
2: Put the <laughs> knife down, Debbie.
1: The audacity that they did not ask Jamie Lee Curtis to be in that movie—that's mm. her mom. Like, I have. Have y'all? If you've not seen Scream Queens, the Ryan Murphy Brad Falchuk production, which is basically just them making fun of scream and psycho and all of the incredible eighties nineties seventies eighties nineties like horror film genre chef's kiss and they give jamie lee curtis a leading role like they should um i don't know why they didn't do that they shot for shot psycho and didn't get the bitch's daughter wrong okay uh in 2000 uh i don't i i know none of these actors um and i think that's kind of a clue. Okay. Are you a horror film person? Not really. No. Okay. But this is like, am I might, am we'll I might get you on this one. I mean, I got, I got psycho. True. This is going to be maybe the trickiest one other than, no, this is definitely the trickiest one. Um, the actors are Kim. Focus. T- focus.
2: <laughs> First of all, if that won a Razzie Award, anybody who nominated that is an idiot.
1: Yeah, in a oh, stone cold idiot.
2: Because know, that is a classic.
1: Fox Family has been playing Hocus Pocus for 13 days in a row during the 13 days of Halloween for as long as we can remember. Respect. Um, anyway, he's, This is two, er, The movie is in 2000. Kim, director Jeffrey Donovan. No idea. And Erica leershin nope um the actors okay this is my hint the actors from this is a um a sequel okay it's on a remake the actors from the first installment went into hiding after the film was released because their characters were dead presumed dead in the film oh they were uh, not allowed to be out and about
2: paranormal activity
1: so close it was it was Uh, the first paranormal activity
2: yeah, the 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 very first one. No, 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 so. like like. Oh, the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes, thank you. The first like uh, found footage. Yeah. I don't know if it's the first. I'm sure there's a German film. My boyfriend's watching, and he's gonna be like you didn't know about this Argentinian found footage horror film, and I'm like. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so it's a Blair Witch.
1: Yeah, it's Blair Witch. It's Book of Shadows. Uh, colon, colon Blair Witch Project 2 and uh, in the first after the first Blair Witch Project came out they instructed the actors to literally go into hiding so when they did the the film festival sect when they took their film to different horror film festivals all over the country and like tried to get it some a distribution deal none of the actors could go so can you imagine like this is your first big role you were out in the woods for six months with some douchebags with vcr cameras and you can't even go watch other people watch your movie and answer questions like how did you get into character well james thanks for the question i just want to talk about myself for three minutes like no (laughs) they got robbed of that so rude and they didn't even make the second people do it because they were like, well, now they know it's a sequel. It's <laughs> yeah. so not, no one actually died in a corner with a bunch of hay bale children bound together. Okay. Um, 2001, Mark Wahlberg, Helena Bonham Carter, Paul Giamatti, Chris Christopherson um, Danny Elfman did the music, which means, of course, it was directed it by, by Tim Burton. Burton. And uh, it is, it is a remake.
2: Animated. Is it animated?
1: There's CGI influence mostly makeup though oh. and it's in fact its makeup was accoladed
2: and it's got mark walberg
1: mark Wahlberg, julianne moore chris kistofferson and paul giamatti oh my God. dream sex tape part one no nobody else no
2: no no i'm gonna go ahead and just say just me yes just did. me uh i'm gonna go ahead and just say a flat out no especially when you mentioned paul giamatti uh, oh he
1: was the, he was though he was the bonus. <laughs> little bald head To wrap um, around the corner
2: Good lord Tim
1: It's a remake And um, I it's, I got nothing it's, it, I would all say I Inhuman his, What? I would say Inhuman
2: I would Because all I'm thinking Is like his uh,
1: Anthropomorphic nightmare Is all I can think about yeah, All, all about I can movie.
2: think of Around that time Was the movie Nine
1: Nine is good It's Planet of the Apes
2: Uh, Wow Tim Burton directed that?
1: No I thought he only did cartoons And Sweeney Todd Oh
2: and wow I didn't realize that he First of all Sweeney Todd's amazing, it is amazing. Um, I didn't realize that he did Planet of the Apes i didn't either i learned something new tonight
1: i didn't know that tim burton did the music to play you mean danny ears. elfin danny elfin they're the same person to me uh interchangeable goth white guy i can't tell the difference it's, true. it's kind of the same thing uh. um this is okay we're gonna do two more in there very quick because i think this 2004 one you're gonna get almost immediately freddie prince jr sarah michelle giller matthew lillard and linda Cardellini. scream oops so close the reception
2: oh, uh, our, our final destination no what? that's
1: the 90s yeah no 2004 and the reception of this film it's 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 a it's a sequel uh. and the reception of the sequel immediately canceled their third installment because it was so bad they were like what in the hell how do you have linda Cardellini, sarah michelle Gellar, freddie Prinze jr and matthew lillard in the same cast again and <laughs> fail this hard there is some animation involved in this one character is animated scooby-doo Yep. Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed was so poorly received because they tried to throw in too much CGI.
2: Especially when CGI really wasn't that great.
1: No, it wasn't that great. They did Spy Kids and they were like, this is genius. We're doing it to every film. And then none of those films got their thruple or their fourth. Like they all just got cut off to the sequel. Um, the final one, arguably the worst film ever made because I've never watched it and I refuse to. Uh, 2017, Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan, Eric Johnson. It has nine Razzie nominations for this one film. It is the sequel. It's the second part. Um, including, this is one of the first times that this has happened, but they both got worst actor and worst actress and kim basinger actually won best worst supporting actress for this film
2: is it 50 shades of gray too
1: 50 shades darker uh also they literally canceled because their two leads had zero chemistry and they full-frontally hated each other yeah but they made them do a sequel (laughs) like that's a crime Anywho, that was back, back, back again. The sequel. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You killed it.
2: I, I, you totally I was, killed I, it. When you told me about that before the show, I was sitting there going, "Like, I don't watch the Razzies, Mm-mm. and I, I'm not gonna get this." Has
1: anyone watched the Razzies? Anyone who's gotten got a film, Razzie? I've
2: got film friends that. Have oh, I'm been. sure.
1: I would go. Yeah, I would go. I would go.
2: Go. I would absolutely. If I was nominated for a Razzie, absolutely. Why
1: wouldn't you go? Like, that's if you don't have enough. If you can. If you can if you have a problem with that like again call your therapist we were talking about this earlier call your therapist it's 2021 well, it's like, therapist
2: if you get nominated if you're an actor and you get nominated for a razzie award and you look at that and go i did not deserve that nomination clearly you're thinking way too much of yourself
1: also you're probably not a good actor
2: <laughs> yeah because it's like all the everything i've ever heard of from the razzies is like absolutely worth the nomination, and yeah. I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. So,
1: my partner just texts me, "God damn it, Planet of the Apes. He's he's <laughs> on the back."
2: I'm he's, so sorry. <laughs> uh, like, I I'm so sorry.
1: I yeah, I didn't I had no idea. He's going to be mad that I didn't know that Tim Burton I'm sorry, I wasn't watching Mark Wahlberg be a monkey. I was not doing Well, I know that
2: now as soon as I heard the title I was like, "Oh, that's right. Julianne Moore was in that."
1: Julianne Moore's been trying to forget that since she was in of, of the Apes. I think all of them have been well. trying to
2: forget that. All I remember about that movie is the ending. That's it. <laughs>
1: All I remember about the movie is the things I Googled for it before this game. <laughs> uh, we are going to hear one more song from Rob Mordecai. If you had a good time tonight, please, please, please consider joining our Patreon. We've got a load of new content coming out your way. Uh, we just got this awesome gig where we're having at least four new episodes coming out a month for you. Kim and I are filming a bunch of new short to content, so you'll have a little mini-episode or something coming every week. Little morsels to tease you. Um, and we've obviously got bonus content coming that after this we're going to film. Um, Rob and I are going to play as i throw my book yep the game of queens because it's almost pride month and we're going to play basically war but with drag queens and famous uh the Yep, yeah, it's gonna be dumb but it'll be fun it's gonna and be dumb fun there we go he see we're both vaccinated we can high five now um also if you had uh, uh if you're feeling extra generous please 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 tip robin at robin Wardecai on venmo my- and paypal with the fist bump and the middle finger emoji so they know you listen to this episode um yeah and also tip kim stacy because car troubles um please 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 be our patrons i've said i'm like 15 times and my mother would kill me also my third grade english teacher i can feel her like smacking me in the back of the neck with a ruler Uh, (laughs) i did it again (laughs) this is one more song from robin mordecai now i'm sweating is my third grade teacher like possessing I have me right now <laughs> we're gonna hear one more song from rob mordecai uh please join our patreon thank you sponsors thank you people on facebook who came and uh talked to us tonight and uh saw us please please please, please join our patreon we miss you and we're gonna hear one more song and then cut the live feed so see you later sneaky sneak sneaky sneak sneak <laughs> I need a theme song. My drink again. don't
2: be suspicious Stimpy. don't be suspicious yes, exactly <laughs> um all right, so this is a well, this last song is a, a, um, a song off my first EP uh, called "Song for a Friend," and um, my mom's going to join me in singing this and playing this because I love performing with my family. Um, I look forward to someday actually having all three of us on stage performing my stuff. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um,
4: that would
2: be awesome. So uh, yeah, this is a song called "Song for a Friend." You can find this on, you can find this and "Heartbreak." Uh, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can stream music. Um,
4: RobinMordecai.com
2: Yes, RobinMordecai.com. That's a website that, that has my name on it and you can go and find stuff out about me. Uh, and you can uh, find your music. Yes. But it's, yes. It's one of the many things that you can discover on that website about me. <laughs> so...
3: secrets, And I'll lend you my ear And give me your pain And I'll guard you from fear And hold my hand When you know that you're scared And give me your heart And I'll hold it with care safe from harm. and when you're alone I'll keep you company cause your happiness is the company I keep and when your world comes crashing down and silence is the only sound I'll be the light that your pain and I'll guard you from fear and give me your heart and I'll hold it with care and when your world comes crashing down and silence is the only sound I'll be the
1: back to inside the actress studio
2: <laughs> James Lipton you're looking great
1: <laughs> honestly it's Botox um, <laughs> we are here with Robin Mordecai and thank you again so much for being here on this live stream we are going to cut the feed and uh, get some exclusive content filmed for you but uh, we're ready to go thank you so much Facebook we appreciate you Robin we appreciate you Lori, we appreciate you thanks so much and also direct support house concerts